Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 128, feeling great, and I am your New Year's host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin. Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski, and I have rice. I'm Alex Jetty Jetterzak, your Jetter in chief, and uh, I am. I've played a video game. Jetty, you played a a what? A video game. You might a have heard of it. Video game. Yes. With a T. <laughs> with a T. Hold on. Capital uh, T video game. Yeah. So hold on. Hold on. Let me. Someone's getting fancy for 2019. Oh, here we go. Today is Tuesday, 30, 1993. I have a video game. And its name is Final Fantasy, and it's fun. My dad plays it all the time. <laughs> this little cartoon image. What is this from, Jetty? This is from my uh, article that I wrote a few years ago, showing my uh, oh, 1993. What would that have been? My second grade? Yeah, I had to be in uh, first or second grade. The point is... This is my second grade journal that I actually wrote in school, and I would just, like, almost every single entry is about video games. <laughs> video games. A long so time you, ago, you, you finally played Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Final Fantasy. It's <laughs> fun. My dad plays it all the time. <laughs> You're a writer, Alex. Oh. How do you know if it's fun if your dad's the one that's playing it? I played it too. I also like the uh, in the previous entry that uh, I talk about that the mist dragon was Uto. And it's like, how how can I make a typo <laughs> when I am writing this by hand? <laughs> anyway, the point is, yes, I've been playing video games lately. What video games, Jetty, have you been playing lately? Do okay. you have any fun stories about video games for this video game podcast? Sure. Um, so I bought a Switch for what? Uh, Black Friday. What? Oh, um, not for yourself. No, for Darn. my... Yeah, no. <laughs> you bought it for Black oh, Friday yeah. and not Here for you yourself. Here you go, Black Friday. <laughs> uh, yes, my good friend. Um, <laughs> but no, I uh, at that time, the only games... No, I got... Um, I got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and I got Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. So at the time, those were the only games that I had. Uh, and since then, I have bought Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, <laughs> uh, Little Dragon's Cafe, and Owlboy. That's a very diverse set of games. It yeah. is. Have you played all of them? Yes, um, a bit. Oh, actually, uh, I forgot. I also bought, what was that game that the guy came back who made Castlevania and he made a new Castlevania game, but it's not Castlevania. Oh, it's Blood like Blood Knight or something like that. Curse of the Moon or something like that. Well, like Blood Crystal. It's something Blood Stained like Curse Blood of the Moon. There. Yeah, or yeah, it Blood Stained Curse of the Moon. There we go. Um, Blood Stained. <laughs> yeah, that no. sounds so fake. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all right, like. I think I paid, it was on sale, uh, like half price and like the full price was $6 or something. So, uh, for the price, it was fun. Like it was worth playing, but, um, I wouldn't really call it a good game. Meanwhile, let's see. My number one game is definitely Owlboy. Like I'm really, uh, I've been following that game for literally 10 years. Um, mm. 
and it was worth the wait now that it's finally out. Uh, I definitely am enjoying that one. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, I remember when we saw it in, what was that, E3? Was that when we saw it? And everyone was like... I think, yeah, I think I think that was... It was either that or one of the Nintendo Directs when we first saw it, but it's uh, XCOM with Mario and Rabbids, basically. Yeah, and it really is a very good... I used to be really into tactics games, like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or Front Mission or whatever, and I'm really happy to see some... Uh, like progress in the genre that like there's some new things going on and it's definitely like it's got a lot of good puzzles it's a fun game i still don't really care about rabbits but uh as it was in e3 it was one of the best games that i remember actually caring about and i have to agree that it's still uh, a good and fun game so jetty yes. uh for, for those of uh, our listeners on the podcast who aren't into the running gag you don't usually play a lot of video games, at I, least not ones from current year or... I guess technically you still haven't played any video games from this year, so you're still on brand. No, um, Who are you and what have you done with Jetty? Is what no, we're uh, asking. I, I think Shaq Fu A Legend Reborn came out this year, and I'm pretty sure Little Dragon Cafe did. It came out in 2019? <laughs> well, when you put it that way... <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, you still haven't played any video games from this current year. That's true. You have a good point there, Joseph. You just scraped. You just scraped by. Yes. <laughs> the dream is alive. Yes. Um, I'm sure you actually. I mean, you did play it when it was that year. I did. Yeah. Surprisingly, it's much more funny if we if we make fun of you. But so like, because I feel like the last like recent game. And maybe this has changed. Maybe I'm remembering just one podcast and forgetting another. But I feel like the like last we checked in, your most recent game was um, Borderlands 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that is definitely accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that is my most recent game. Uh, so my question is, what is it like to jump from Borderlands 2 to current or previous year 2018? Yeah. Um, How's the future? I know. <laughs> in the past um but yes uh i don't know um i mean like playing on the switch the graphics are still like as if they were a few years ago anyway yeah usually played on the tv or handheld uh pretty much always on the tv okay uh very rarely i i don't like the weird hand position of like way out here that like when you have the uh joy cons attached to the thing and you're using it as a handheld system. It's so long that it's kind of weird. Uh, I'm not a fan. I mean, like, it works fine, but it's just a little odd to me. I guess after spending, like, most of my childhood playing on the DS, it just sort of feels like a scaled-up version of that. Yeah, for me... Right? I'm like, it's different going from the Game Boy, yeah. I would imagine. Yep. No, it's it's definitely... I guess that is the weird thing to think about, though. Like, the Game Boy Advance was the same basic shape. This is just a bigger Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Well, the Game Boy Advance was still, like, vertical, right? Like, it's, no. it, I mean, its longest length when you were playing it was up-down. Was it? No. Yeah. The Game Boy Advance? Oh, you're thinking, sorry, you're thinking of, I'm thinking of the SP. Yeah, no, the, oh, the yeah, original right. Game Boy Advance. The original Game Boy Advance, yes. Weird. And then the DS was like that, too. Oh, that's so weird to look at. And I just kind of think about, like, 
they're doing it again with the switch now that it's shaped that way. So you haven't really been taking advantage of the switch's whole whole, whole uh, handheld thing. Not really. Um, I mean, I've played you know different games like uh, Let's Go Pikachu has you you know uh, throw the Pokeball by throwing the Joy-Con at your screen. <laughs> just let yeah. it loose. No, yeah, I get. Yeah, you just throw it right at your screen. I don't think any of the other games that I have actually use that functionality. Like the, there are a few things that use the buzzing, but not uh, mm-hmm. any of the fancy control stuff. I've been surprised by how much I've enjoyed the Rumble, the HD Rumble. Yeah, I yeah. It's interesting, actually, going back to Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Um. I don't know if they did this on purpose or if it's just kind of on accident, but the sound of the motor makes like a little chime almost. Like I can't tell yeah. if they did it for the buzzing or if they did it for the zwing kind of sound that it has. I think I think it's both. Like I feel like when they were originally designing it, that wasn't like when they were thinking about the HD rumble, they weren't thinking of it as also a sound generator. But I feel like especially with like Mario Party and um even Smash Brothers I feel like that that is something that they've started to try to incorporate into like part of it is the sound yeah. of it too like when you're playing the there's a Mario Party mini game where like basically three things will walk by or swim by or something and it'll cause the HD rumble to to react in a certain way and then it closes the curtain and it'll do one of those rumbles and you have to pick which one it was. <laughs> and like it's part of it is like feeling the rumble and part of it is also kind of listening to it. Yeah. But like there's also stuff like in Smash Brothers where like when it when it's done loading, like uh, like a second before the game actually starts, you'll feel the things like rumble a little bit to like get your attention and then you'll like pay attention and then it'll start, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So but, like, I guess doing, like, because I, I think before it was basically just, like, rumble on, rumble off, maybe, like, one in between. Yeah. Was it, I think, for the original PlayStation, there was, like, a, a low rumble, a medium rumble, and, like, a heavy rumble, which was just mm-hmm. how fast they rotated or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I guess it's interesting to see uh, how it's evolved. But I do, I do enjoy the HD rumble for whatever it is worth. So speaking of tactics games, Jetty, yes. that you brought up, yes. and speaking of Stardew Valley, Anna, that you said that you were playing I'm currently this playing right started, this very second. Currently, I'm going to merge those two interests into what? a topic that I think both of you will be interested in. Have you heard of the video game Wargroove? No. I believe that I've heard the name before. From what I can tell, it's mostly appeared in, um, like, Switch indie announcements, though it's coming out on, like, everything, like PC and all the other consoles. Um, but it's made by the people who helped produce Stardew Valley, uh, Chucklefish, and they also did Starbound. But it's a tactics game, kind of like Advance Wars, and it's something that I've been very excited about because it's also going to have online play. And, like, my favorite part of Advance Wars back in the day was, you know, passing the Game Boy around with your friends while you would, you know, fight each other in it. And I'm excited for it. It's sort of like, I don't, I think it's trying to be more in-depth. It's definitely changing, like, stuff. It's not just being Advance Wars. It's also got, like, a fantasy 
theme rather than like a military. Yeah. Ooh. It is still military, but like fantasy military. Yeah, like as fire opposed emblem. to tanks. Yeah. Yeah. There's dogs. Oh, one that's the, right. That's the... where I heard about this. Is this the one where they run away instead of dying? That I think uh, they changed it. Yeah. They changed it. The I saw footage of when it was still dying. It wasn't like gruesome. Yeah. They just like bounce back and then turn into little ghosts. Yeah. Oh no. And now they run um, away. Now they just run away. <laughs> um, there's also a you can pick like in Advance Wars. It's like a turn-based strategy so you have like units and you move them around they can fight other units and capture territories and stuff but they also have commanders that have special abilities and one of the commanders is a dog (laughs) good which is good um but i'm excited about it it's got a lot of map customization stuff i like this kind of turn-based strategy more like because with fire emblem like it doesn't make you play without losing any characters but it basically tells you that you're a bad person if you don't play like that. <laughs> oh, good. Right? Like, it makes you, it tries to make you feel really bad anytime you lose a unit. Which basically means that you have to find a way to beat it perfectly. Yeah. Which makes it, like, like, it's, like, it's more, becomes more of, like, a puzzle of, like, how do I move these pieces versus more of, like, a, str- a strategy where, like, you could try different things and some things are better than others. Right? Because, like, in Advanced Wars, you get a score based on, like, how quickly you defeated the enemy, how many of their units you took out, and how many of your units you lost. Yeah. But in Fire Emblem, it's kind of just, like, if you didn't do it perfectly, you feel bad, and you're going to be punished by not having that character for the rest of the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, that's, uh, in Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, they, you have, like, a, uh, a par to meet. That they're like, you can probably beat this in five rounds or whatever. Um, and then you are ranked on that and you get like bonus coins if you can beat the par or if all of your characters survive or that kind of thing. But um, yeah, the the whole, oh, you lose this character permanently or like, oh, you have to go uh, hire a new character like in Final Fantasy Tactics, the original one. If a non-special like special story character dies then you just have to go recruit somebody who's now level one and you have to start, like, you lose all of the experience that they had and all that stuff. It's like, oh boy, this is what I call fun gameplay. <laughs> yeah, I like it better when they're all, like, sort of isolated situations, right? Where it's like, this is the setup that we are giving you. It is completely independent of everything else, except, like, the only thing in Advance Wars 2, which is what I've been playing a lot of, if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know that. Um, but, like, the one thing that you can get in a campaign that's, like, a variable is, like, if you do, you have to find, like, the plans for the super tank. It's called a Neo tank, but it's just, like, a much stronger tank than the other ones. Um, if you find the plans in a city and then do an optional, like, hard mission then you get to use those in other battles but it's also like really expensive so a lot of the time like you have to be doing pretty well already to even be able to use it yeah so it doesn't really change how easy or difficult something is but it's also like a cool thing to get so i like that but like with fire emblem and uh, like it sounds like final fantasy tactics too it's like i don't like it that the it's set up it's designed where each one isn't like its own individual thing yeah 
where it's basically telling you to save scum and just restart <laughs> if something goes even a little bit bad. <sighs> but I'm excited about it. Um, it's supposed to come out Q1 this year. So soon. Um, unless it's going to get delayed again, which I don't think it is because they did just release like a, a new trailer for it um, like a couple days ago. I think we'll probably get more details about uh, its release whenever Nintendo does their next Direct which could happen by the time this podcast comes out, but it'll probably be closer to the middle of the month. But there's a bunch of footage online uh, that you can find uh, of it. it I, th I think it's pretty neat, and I just wanted to talk about it, put it on your guys' radar. It's called War Groove, uh, the word war, and then groove like the emperor's new. Uh, and yeah, that I just wanted to talk about it because I'm excited about it coming out. It does look pretty good. I like the graphics. Anna, do you have any humorous video game anecdotes? Well, let's look at what my friend said about the PS1 Classic. <laughs> I've heard bad things. So have I. So when she said she was getting one, I was like, things. uh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you warn her? No. <laughs> See, the thing is, I thought she was excited for the PS1 Classic because I thought she knew what it was. Yeah. She didn't know it was like the Nintendo Classic. So she's getting a real PS1 off of eBay. What? <laughs> she didn't know. The description didn't tell her. Wow. But she... she you think it was like the Xbox One I, versus I think, the first Xbox? No, I think what happened was she doesn't play a lot of video games. And she just didn't know. So I feel bad for her. Why couldn't you... Why didn't you warn your friend, Anna? I don't know. I feel like a dick. <laughs> oh no, I'm a terrible friend. It was all your secret ploy to get the scoop on the PS1 without having to buy well, one yourself. What's the thing the scoop, is, is that she was expecting it just to be like a PlayStation. Just like a regular PlayStation. Was her thir first thought, boy, this is sure is small. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm telling her I would have warned you. <laughs> I knew you wanted regular PlayStation. So what did she say? I just typed that. Good news, it's about the same price I wanted to play, but I wanted to play it today. Yeah, I didn't hear good things about the PlayStation Classic. No, me neither. I, I Like, it was apparently, like, people figured out that it's just, like, an emulator. Yeah. Like, not even, like, one well, that you could probably just download on offline or something. Yeah. And it doesn't even have that good of a list of games. Yeah, that was the other thing. I don't know for sure about the emulator thing, by the way. That's just, like, a rumor that it... Or something like that. Like, people found it very easy to get into, like, debug stuff. Yeah. And see what was up with it. Um, and see that it wasn't very good. Yeah. Based on what I heard. And, like, something like, uh, it only has PAL versions of games or something like that? Oh, yeah. And, like, the they also specifically included games that had worse PAL versions. <laughs> Well, I did get to play. I had a friend who had an SNES classic, and I got to play that a bit, and that had good games on it. My sister we has played. One. We played Kirby's Dream Course. Oh yeah, that's a good video game. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, video game. Yes. Weirdly, um, so I have that game, but the thing is, is that I got it after my grandfather died because my grandfather, for some reason, had a Super Nintendo. Was very into Kirby. <laughs> well, okay, he had the weirdest collection of games. He had, was it Pit Fighter? He had Ultraman, Kirby's Dream Course, 
and like a couple other things is like what are the why did you buy the i never i i don't even remember him owning a super nintendo so when i come to find out that he has one and that is things like by the way if you don't know about pit fighter it is legitimately one of the worst snes games ever i have tried to play that and i could not literally the first battle i cannot beat the first battle Hold on, let me see if Pit Fighter is even the game that I'm thinking about. Yep. Yeah, no, this is it, Pit Fighter. <laughs> it's basically like uh, Mortal Kombat, but if you think of Mortal Kombat as being bad uh, Street Fighter, Pit Fighter is bad Mortal Kombat, so... Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Jeez, this also doesn't look very nice. It's not a good game at all. Is it, It's got hmm. like photo, it's yeah. like got photo graphics. Yep. Because uh, we love that realism here in America. Mm-hmm. All American games have to be super realistic. But they really colored this guy's pants. Like, they're just bright blue pants. Yep. What is the name of this game? Pit-Fighter. It's the very obscure uh, Ew. Kid Icarus fighting game. Ew. That's, tr- that's a lie. Ew. <laughs> so how did you even find this Super Nintendo? I think basically just all of his stuff was laid out. Uh, oh, no, 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 we had, he had, like, this, uh, home office that was, like, a converted garage or whatever, and we had to clean it out, so, like, we go and we're taking out, like, uh, you know, his Commodore 64 and these, like, boxes and boxes of, like, uh, office supplies, and, uh, he had, like, a, like, a video dubbing system to, like, copy Betamax tapes and like make like he could overlay text onto like video and stuff like that and he apparently used to make like local commercials for his area and stuff and like I mean he was making proto let's plays of pit fire well like uh, I just liked looking at all these like Betamax tapes and it's like duck commercial uh, (laughs) balloon you know balloon rally 1989 and like all this stuff, and yeah, like in there somewhere was a Super Nintendo and a few games, of which like just such a weird collection. Because like again, he wasn't into games, and he wasn't into Ultraman. I don't imagine like why would he have Kirby's Dream Course? Maybe he was gonna make advertisements for those games. I don't know. Like, Record some video footage, yeah, then dub over it and make a really good Kirby's Dream Course commercial. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if like I'm learning something strange about my grandfather, or if it's just like a big mistake. Like he just bought what, like he went to you know the local uh, blockbuster video or whatever. It was like, what games are the kids playing these days? I'm I'm a technological whiz and I'd like your most expensive technological project. Well, you're not wrong about that because he was very big about like, oh, I need to have the best computer and like that kind of stuff. Like for no reason. And so I do imagine that part of this was well, the Super Nintendo is the latest in gaming entertainment, so I have to have it. And then it's like he never plays it because he doesn't play games and he only owns the weirdest collection of games because he just asked somebody, what's a popular game these days or whatever. Hmm. I have no idea. I haven't heard what Nintendo does, but <laughs> as I recall, Sega has something to say about it. 
Yes. <laughs> to be fair, though, like Nintendo games probably give him better material to work with than Duck for commercials. Like, do you, I, does your pigeon stop working when it gets wet? I I wish. Does it not make a, a sound that is easily turned into an onomatopoeia? Well, do I have the bird for you? Introducing Duck. I do wonder. The like, water bird. He had, uh, oh man, he had uh, Star Wars on Betamax. I just. Sounded like he had most things on Betamax. <laughs> he, he was an early investor. Yeah, he, uh, again, he had to have the best. And so I guess if, you know, Betamax is superior quality, he had it. All I can remember about what little know I, little I know about Betamax is that it's like a VHS, but a little bit smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically a smaller VHS, and it had, like, superior quality. Uh, but the thing is, is that on the SD TV, nobody can tell. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that was my grandfather. Um, I, I lost all my money investing in Laserdisc. Oh, man. We had Winnie the Pooh on Laserdisc for some reason. <laughs> it just, it's called Laserdisc. Like... I understand. It's very big. Yeah, it's huge. It didn't end up working. Why couldn't we just pivot and call Blu-rays Laserdisc? Yeah. Wouldn't that be so much cooler? Blue Laser? Blue Laser. Blue Laserdisc. Look, I'll compromise. I just want to, like, it's... Laser is such a cool word, and if we're going to live in the future, we should start calling things lasers. It does use a laser, too. Like, it's not lying. <laughs> it probably uses more lasers than Laserdisc did. Who was it? Um, There was some Japanese guy who, like, died a year ago. And he had his, like, own biography on his website. And he was like, I own, uh like, 4,000 Laserdiscs. Wow. I thought... I thought you were going to ask, like, who made Betamax, and I was like, back in the 1990s, yeah. there was Maximilian Beta, and he wanted to make the next edition of Video wow. Delivery. Video Games. Video Games. So, um... Was there, like, a Betamax tape just jammed into the Super Nintendo? No, um, I mean, there was a pile of them. I wish that he had a working Betamax player, because, like, the one that he had was broken, and, like, I don't know what to do with his dubbing machine. Uh, so I <laughs> I never did get to watch Duck commercial. Ah, um, <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. So getting back to recent video games, if we want to. Um, <laughs> being that I never really play recent games. Until recently. So a neighbor of mine was like, hey, I'm having trouble setting up my PlayStation 4. Uh, can you help me out? And uh, I had a fun time. Oh, okay, so first we put in the uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops uh, 4 CD. We put that in there, and it says, in order to play, you need to update. And I'm like, okay, then then update. <laughs> like, what am I missing? I just did this just fine on my Nintendo Switch. You guys just download the update for me. What am I doing? And it just says, press X. And I press X, and nothing happens. It goes back to the loading screen. What? And I'm like, so what do am I supposed to do? Apparently, you have to go, like, through... Uh, like, first you have to go back out to the OS screen, and then it says, well, <clears throat> in order to download the update, you have to log in to PlayStation Network. Okay, the, log me into PlayStation Network, please, go ahead, d- do so, <laughs> uh, continue. Do that. 
and then like I have to hunt around and then uh in the system menu you're able to log into PlayStation Network but then it says well first you need to get online and I'm like okay so what's your Wi-Fi password and he goes uh, uh something something at yahoo.com and I'm like <laughs> I don't believe that your Wi-Fi password <laughs> <laughs> so no the ad is like actually spelled out the word, it's, yeah. it's so that he can talk about his password without anyone realizing that it's a password yeah. so then what's your password's password we we go out and we we find where the actual uh wi-fi router is and i look at the back of the box and it says what the password is and we try that and it does not work Oh no! And it, I tried it like five times, and it did not work. So, uh, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to log in to your router and see if I can find what the password is, or reset the password, or whatever. Um, so, luckily, to log into the router, the username was admin, mm-hmm. and everything was still on its and default. The password was password. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> Jetty master hacker. <laughs> So then, yes, we managed to, uh, it told me what the password was. We logged in with that. Uh, we get online. Then I sign up for PlayStation Network. Uh, we log into PlayStation Network. Uh, and then finally, we begin to download the update for, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which, by the way, was something like 60 gigabytes. <laughs> when, w- when was this? Was this like this month or last? I guess it was a year ago. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, it, yes, it was last year. Um, something like you know seven days ago. Okay, so it was in December. Yeah, the game came out. The game came out in October, but you said it was. Oh no, you said earlier that it was a day one. Yeah, I looked up because okay, and here's the thing: is first, I don't even notice how big this update is. And I just look at the hours, and it's like 67 hours to download this update. And I'm like, well, that's wrong. Is it downloading? <laughs> but like, like does it... I've also been in situations where it's like when it, an up- download starts, it does say like, this is going to take three years yeah. to download. And then it definitely doesn't take that long. Yeah. Well, um, it did go down a little bit, but like, uh, you know, 10 minutes later, it had dropped by like, uh, five hours so it's still like 62 hours left but then yeah like i'm looking at this i'm like how does it have this update and i go and i'm like is this correct and according to the internet like the website itself says yeah it has a day one uh update required for like uh 50 gigabytes i'm like well this is a little bigger than that i mean i guess i've had another update since then they say that it should take you know like 10 hours or something which is ridiculous to imagine like i remember I pre-ordered Final Fantasy XI, the online one. Um, and That was the actual subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Final Fantasy XI, the online one. Um, and, like, I showed up, you know, at, like, 6 a.m. to the uh, electronics boutique, and I got my copy, and I rush home, and first it takes, like, three hours to install, but then... It took an additional six hours to download the updates because be- since this is the first day it was released, everyone is on getting the update. So mm. the day one update... Everyone is just 
crashing Final Fantasy Eleven dot com. Yeah, Final Fantasy Eleven the online one dot com. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so dot com slash the online. <laughs> what is this? Uh, a Kingdom Hearts game? <laughs> but um, so yeah, like uh, this apparently was correct. It's just that my friend doesn't have you know like the top of the top uh, internet service, so it's not as fast as it could be. Um, it probably was pretty slow for those three days or whatever. Yeah, uh, I got a text that it did work, that they were able to play the game. Uh, but just the concept that, like, none of the games that I got for the Switch were, like, 8 gigs, you know? Like, I downloaded Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I think that was the biggest thing that I got. And it's, like, for Call of Duty, the update is 60 gigs. That's not even the full game. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. And you had to log into. Did they have to have a PlayStation Network account? Yeah. Is, is the account free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. it's not the um whatever they're it's not paid. The paid one. Yeah, PlayStation yeah. Plus. Yeah. Because I know that Nintendo also has changed it so that you have to buy their online, but it's not. You don't need to buy it to like download games or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or download updates. You just need it to play online. Oh man. Sorry. Play online. But, I believe was the name of. Uh, going back to Final Fantasy, the online one, uh, I believe that was the name of Square Enix's online service. Play dot online. Yeah, Square Enix Play Online, like Play Online. Oh, PlayOnline dot com. Wow. <laughs> like you guys need to see PlayOnline dot com. I tried, and it says uh, that it does not exist. Really? Yeah. I mean, are you looking at the link that I just sent? Oh. Oh or boy. Did you do Play Dash Online? I didn't put www dot. Oh yeah, wow! You have to put www dot. Like, okay, I just want you to go in here. Huh. What is? What? How Look at it all the way so... on the left. Look at it over there. Yeah, I it's can't. all the way on the right for me. What's all? Wait, what are we? This like okay, well, like, yeah. space. The logo? No, no. Okay, like if you if you click USA. Okay. Like yeah, the. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's just, for for those of you at home, it's just, like, all the way on one side of the, like, the whole website is just, like, scrunched to the side as if your monitor is, like, an iPad. Yeah. If I zoom in to about 150, it still doesn't quite fit, but it does take up the whole screen, mostly. I can start my free trial. <laughs> so, um, sorry, I'm distracted by this live Vanadil, um, live stream. <laughs> Like, it's funny that this is still around because it was around back when I played originally. Oh, it's so weird to think that this is still live. That, like, peop three people are watching. Is that all us? <laughs> <laughs> three watching now. And I imagine that is. Oh, no, there's four. Oh, there's four. four. Oh, Who else oh, is it? Wow, I'm not so... one of the people watching. I am now, though. Okay. okay. Wow, we're sharing oh, this so, okay. special moment of this guy running around and a bunch of people standing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. Um, oh wow! But no, this website is definitely uh, best viewed in like uh, 800 by 600 uh, in Netscape Navigator 4. What was I even talking about? I'm so distracted by PlayOnline.com. You were talking about how long it took to download Final Fantasy. XI. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy XD1. Yeah, I was just amazed that like nothing's changed in the past uh, 15 years. But there is an update. There's a New Year's update. Oh, is there? Yeah. I feel like, okay, I actually... New Year's Wishes 2019. Wow. 
They're talking about how their top priority is job adjustments. Wow. I still have... Oh, man. I feel like I should go plug in my... uh, Oh, I wonder how long the update would take if I installed it now, because I still have the physical CD. Like, it's in the box over there. Um, (laughs) I could go play the game again. You could. Should you, though? (laughs) I need to. All right. That makes sense. I need to play a Vitio game. You do. A recently updated one. Yes. Such yes. as Final Fantasy Eleven, the online one. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's I I don't know what it's actually advertising, but there's this one logo on the right and it just says Final Fantasy Eleven and then in big letters it says back issues. Oh. <laughs> Final Fantasy Eleven. Combat your scoliosis. <laughs> I've been at Final Fantasy for 11 games, and let me tell you, it's done a number on my back. You young whippersnappers have it good. I'm still watching this live thing right now. This music is soothing. <laughs> it's just a bunch of... It's not even, like, an interesting shot. Yeah. No. Like, it's well, it's just, like, desert. Like, why wouldn't you, like, pan out so that you can see, like, the whole area? And the thing is, is that, like, what I remember it doing before is it would follow bosses around and you could watch boss battles. Or, like, you could watch the boss walk around and then people run away and, like, try to avoid getting targeted. And then, like, occasionally you would see people, like, trying to fight it. Yeah, it is interesting, like, with downloading games. Like, I haven't quite reached the point on my Switch where I think I have to start worrying about, like, running out of space. But... Like, it is always, like, a question of, like, should I buy this game physical or should I download it? Yeah. Right now, the only physical game that I have is uh, Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah. And I think I think my personal policy right now is if it's, like, a single-player game, um, then I would get a physical copy. But if it's, like, a multiplayer party game, that would be good to just be able to, like... Uh, so, so I don't have to, like, bring, like, a bunch of game cases around with me if I want to go visit a friend and, like, play games, right? Yeah. Like, I can just whip out Smash Brothers or Mario Party, and I don't have to, like, prepare beforehand beyond just bringing the console. With Mario Super Mario Odyssey, like, I'm either playing that game or I'm not playing that game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And the cool thing about that is that I could also, like, trade, like, I gave someone Mario Odyssey and they gave me Breath of the Wild for a bit. And we could trade it, and we couldn't, and that's a, a, otherwise we would have just had to buy it digitally, independently. Yeah, um, for me, buying it uh, physical or buying it digital is primarily: uh, do I want to play this game in the future, or mm-hmm. would I rather buy it used and then return it back to uh, GameStop <laughs> in the future? <laughs> Although, actually, with Owlboy, I ended up I bought it used, and then I went. And I bought a friend of mine a copy of the game because, like, I legitimately, like, I was so impressed by this game that I was like, I need to pay money directly to these developers. Please have my money. <laughs> Sadly, I uh, I ended up buying Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, digital. Sad. I, oh, did, I thought you just said sadly I ended up buying <laughs> Shaq Fu, A Legend well, Reborn. Full stop. Well. Well. <laughs> um that too yeah like the thing is is that i want to play through the game and i want to complete it so that i can play barak fu which comes afterwards what (laughs) if you've never heard of this at the end of shack fu is a game in which you play as 
former President Barack Obama. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Is there more to this? Um, I haven't gotten there yet because... Like, it's, it's, it's a separate game or is it like New Game Plus? Um, my understanding is it's like New Game Plus, but you're playing as Barack Obama. Hold on here. If you click on that, you can see... Uh, and this is the thing that gets me is I thought that maybe you could play both games, but it's more like, like when I actually read up about it, you have to beat Jack Fu and then you get this at the end. Barack Fu, The Adventures of Dirty Berry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Jetty, can I ask you a question? What's that, Joe? Why did you buy this game? <laughs> now we need to know. I, you know, actually, I think that my grandfather had Shaq Fu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you found right under his Super Nintendo. Your grandfather had a copy of Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn for Nintendo Switch. Um, and you were like, what is this? I don't understand. And then a month ago, it clicked. And you're like, I have to get a Switch. So, I mean, I do remember the original Shaq Fu. And I guess, like, there's something about that whole concept of, like, wow, what a ridiculous idea. And they've brought it back. They've managed to get Kickstarter funding or whatever. Um, and they've made a new version of it. Like, I know this isn't going to be great, but I might as well give it a shot. And, um, I've been thoroughly disappointed. Like, it's a, eh, it's an alright game in terms of gameplay. Like, there's some funny things, like you get to play as the Shaktus, uh, where you are Shack, but you are Cactus, and you shoot spikes at people. But mostly it's just kind of, uh, racist and not funny. Oh, no. Yeah, like, it's just kind of gross- yeah, I have noticed that uh, on this first uh, this first promotional image on the website, the uh, the the first thing right here is there's something blocking it, but it's like hung yeah. hung fried chicken. Yeah, hung fried chicken because he's from oh, hung wow. Japan or sorry from hung China. Mm -hmm. Like, there's this whole weird backstory about how Shaq was like set adrift in the ocean and then he was found by a Chinese woman and he was raised in China and he learned martial arts there. And then there's like a really racist character, Chinese man who is like his mentor. And mm -hmm. yep, I see the hats. They're wearing the hats. Yeah. And I don't know, like the later part of the games don't feature so heavily in that, but it's still like uh, a bunch of gay jokes and like, in general, I have not been that impressed with the humor. Uh, the gameplay is eh, and... Uh, it definitely seems like it was made for the joke. Like, joke first, gameplay second. Yeah. Like, some of the things are alright. Is like, they keep making jokes about uh, all of the various stuff that Shaq has um, sponsored. So they keep being like, here's the gold bond. The what? The gold bond. Gold bond. Why do you keep saying gold bond? They pay me every time I say gold bond, gold bond. Like, there's some silly things. Icy hot is the uh, the item that heals you. <laughs> um, but, like, if it was just that, that would be fine. But instead, it's, like, weird racism and uh, homophobic jokes and, like... Hmm, I don't like that. That's disappointing. Yeah, and I guess I'm concerned because I kind of primarily bought this for Barack Fu and I'm wondering if it's going to be just as bad. Mm. Or 
potentially worse. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll find out. Okay, so there's that. You put we talked about Mario and Rabbids. What other game? What other games did you get, Jenny, that we haven't talked about yet? Uh we haven't talked about Little Dragons Cafe. That sounds like the best game ever made. Please continue. <laughs> Cuz the thing is is that like it's loading the game. Like <laughs> literally Oh, actually, okay, Shaq-Fu wasn't that much better. Literally, when you put, when you first, you put the cartridge in, you pick the game, and then it says loading. It takes more than a full minute to get started in Shaq-Fu. Oh my god. <laughs> and Little Dragon's Cafe isn't that much better. Like, it shows a loading bar with no words on the screen. You just see this, like, bar in the center, and you're like, is something going to happen? And then finally it starts moving. It reaches the end. And then goes back to the beginning and then says, now loading, and then loads again. And then a third oh. time, it loads again before you get to the title screen to then load the actual game, to then play the game where it loads the maps. And then every time something happens, like, if you go inside, it has to load the inside. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's also a cutscene. So then it loads the cutscene. And then at the end of the cutscene, it loads again. And it's like, can I play the game? Can I please play the game? Once you get to play the game, like once you get past the part where it's constantly like, oh, here's a tutorial. Loading. Let me show you how to... Loading. Uh, Like once you get past that section and you're actually playing the game, it is quite fun. And then as you play further, it starts to get more like tiring. And it's like, I want my cafe to be the best. I want people to come and eat at the cafe. But then like, Wait, what do you do? What do you do in this game? Okay, so aside from load. <laughs> so, I don't even remember why, but like your mom passed out. Wait, are are you are you a dragon or are you not a dragon at this? You point? are not a dragon. Uh All okay. right, well, you are uh, a twin. Uh you can pick whether you are the the boy twin or the girl twin. Yeah, like I I really don't remember what happens. Your mom is like around at the beginning of the game, but then she like passes out. And this old man shows up, and you find the a dragon. The only way to save her is to open the best dragon cafe. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, this this old man shows up, and you find a dragon egg, and you hatch this baby dragon. And then you have to take care of your mom's cafe while raising this dragon. And then, like, people show up, and like... And then is the old man just, like, pace? Like, no. here you go, here's a dragon, here's a cafe. Have fun, child. No, he lives at your house now, and he weirdly <laughs> stares at your mom while she sleeps sometimes. <laughs> oh. He doesn't help? He doesn't help, actually. He doesn't... He only does if... Well, what's happening here, then? He's an adult. So... Why, first, if he cares enough to, like, come over and, like, tell you what to do, he could also just, like, do it. He's clearly... He clearly he's doesn't have anything better adult. to do. I'm 10. You're at least 60. Yeah, he's old. Give me a hand here. Um, I'm pretty sure this is illegal, what I'm doing here. Uh, So then, like, this lazy guy shows up, and he starts working at your cafe. I thought that was... You mean that the old guy isn't the lazy guy? No, Um, there's this, like, lazy teenage guy who, like, never does any work, and he's always trying to play his weird... Like, it looks like a harp, like it's shaped like a harp. But it's, like, styled like an electric guitar. Hmm. And uh, he likes to play it instead of doing work. So then... Okay. Did you hire him? You do hire him. And you also hire... Why? I don't know. I don't remember. 
And then this girl shows up and she's like a, a fan of cafes and she's like, wow, this is such a cool place, but this guy's so lazy. And she gets really mad at him and she goes super saiyan. What? And yeah, that happens. Um, and then she decides to work for your cafe. And then, uh, this cool, fashionable orc, he is my favorite character. He comes to be your cook. Amazing. It is. It's great. Um, he has tiny glasses. I don't know. He's, he's so sweet. I like him. He's my, I'm a fan of Lucola, the orc. And so, yeah, basically he cooks the other two and like, the rest of everybody just... He cooks the other two. Well, if only. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I did say he game. was an orc. Um, <laughs> but basically, like, your twin and the other two people uh, all do basically the same thing, which is they take orders, they uh, pick up the dishes and serve them to the people, and then they clean the dishes. And, like, you also have the option of, like, doing those things. Or you can go out and, like, take your dragon and, like run around with the dragon and pick up supplies. You can go to a rock where you get sugar and salt off of it. Just this one rock. You go to different rocks and different rocks. There's the soy sauce rock. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's the chocolate sauce, cream sauce, and curry powder rock. What? Um, there's the salt and sugar rock. There's the uh, flour and rice rock. You can go fishing. You can shake trees to get fruit off of them. Uh, you can capture uh egg birds to get eggs okay and yeah just in general you're supposed to like explore and like collect ingredients oh you can go to like different bushes and the bushes will have like carrots and cabbage and spinach and stuff on them and so like you pick the carrots don't those most of those i at least do not grow on bushes as i understand <laughs> Well, yes, you go out to the carrot tree. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. And I I like that you're complaining about carrots growing on a bush, but uh, uh soy sauce from a rock. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's fine. Um, well, of course. Rock, have you ever heard of rock salt, Jay? Of course, sugar is just a really small rock. It comes in cubes. You just chip them off. Um Yeah. But yeah, so it's basically, you know, exploration. You get the ingredients, you come back and you like cook you play like a rhythm game to cook the food and then you say like, okay, I've made this food really well, so I'm going to put it on my menu. And yeah, it's like exploration, cafe management, you pick what you put on the menu, the people serve it. But then there's like a point where the staff will start to slack off and you have to come like talk to them to get them to go back to work. And then if there's too many people, you have to like really pick up the slack and like uh, you know, take the orders and take the dish to the person who ordered it and then clean the dishes and like towards the middle of the game I haven't beaten it yet most of your day is like well I can't go out and get ingredients and I'm running out of ingredients but I have to be here to like take the orders otherwise like nobody will like my place and they'll all leave and if I'm not here then all the the staff keeps slacking off and it's just like this constant stress of I can't leave to get the ingredients that I need and people keep coming to the restaurant it's like at what point is this fun it was fun in the middle of the game but now i'm no longer having fun because i want to go explore i want to fly around on my dragon and instead i'm stuck in here trying to get my staff to work you should cl just close on wednesdays i wonder like i guess i wonder if i should stop caring so much that people are gonna like go away from my restaurant 
Because it's not like you make money. Oh, well. Well, mm, hmm. well, then what's the point of the restaurant, then? It is kind of weird. Like, I'm at this point now where I'm wondering that. Is like, so <laughs> I found that making food, like, you have different ingredients, and it will let mm. you kind of customize the food to be like, oh, I can use a more rare ingredient that has, like, a higher rating. But, like... Or you could cook your food. <laughs> the thing is, is that I found that, like, using an earlier recipe and trying to, like, increase the, like, rareness of the ingredients doesn't do much. You will get a better rated food item if you just take a newer recipe with, like, one thing and just be like, oh, I'm going to cook this with one piece of meat, and that's it. And it'll be like, oh, this is six stars. But if you take, like, one of your first items and, like, load it up with rare ingredients, it'll be like, this is two and a half stars. And you're like, but I got it. I even got the, I got perfect. I got all excellence. On the rhythm game. I'm just, I'm imagining, like, a single chicken tender, <laughs> like, with, like, this, like, beautiful, like, sauce art surrounding it, and it's just, like, covered in caviar, and, like, there's, like, a little truffle design on top of it, and you're just standing around, it's like, why does no one want this? <laughs> you're not wrong, and I've, I've actually done some testing where I'm like, does it matter if I make... Like, if I have an egg, there's a recipe that's just an egg. But it has, it has <laughs> yeah. five... Sounds like, sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> it has five item slots. So it's like, okay, well, if I use, like, a fancy egg, and then I add, I don't know, salt, pepper, soy sauce, I don't know, a chicken? A <laughs> chicken. And, like, I put all these things on there, and it's like, yeah, that's great. And I'm like, but... Does this mean anything? And I don't think that it does. It didn't really increase. Like, I just imagine this twelve-year-old walking around with this as a plate with just like a sunny-side-up egg in the center, and then like on top of like a tiny bowl that's like meant to hold like super crackers. There's just an entire chicken, like an entire like comical yeah. Castlevania wall chicken. <laughs> And they're just carrying around this plate, going up to customers, like, is this anything? Is this anything? Well, I also was like, um, okay, well, what happens if I take, uh, it was like pudding. And I was like, okay, you need this. And then I'm going to put onion and eel. Like, does this mean anything? If I do this, does this mean anything? Are people going to dislike it? Like, I don't understand. And as far as I can tell, none of this means anything. And using rare ingredients means nothing. The only thing that's important is getting supreme on the, uh, like getting all excellence on the rhythm game and oh using, God. using more recent recipes. Like you find fragments of recipes as you like go out and explore. And like if you use ones that you found recently, those get higher ratings than the ones that you got early on. But then what do the high ratings do? Um, people are more likely to order stuff that has a high rating. Okay, but... But I feel like I need to start, like, pulling that back because I'm getting too many people and I can't keep up with it and I'm running out of ingredients because I literally can't go out and pick enough of them. Are you not, like, closed on Saturdays or something? You like... are never closed. <laughs> well, okay, you're closed at night. But the thing is, is that you you're get, like... Closed. You get a lunch rush from, like, uh like noon until like 3.30. But then that starts to flow into the dinner rush when it starts to get like, okay, dinner's supposed to start at like 7 and lunch is supposed to end at 3. 
But then if you're like still there trying to clean up all the dishes at 4.30 and people start to come in early, you just like never get to leave. Oh. You should you should close on like the weekends or or like on Wednesdays. That's what I don't know why, but most restaurants will like close on Wednesdays sometime. And I think that's what you need to do. So I think you, you don't need to understand need to why. Just cl- the game. Just at, just look once a week, Daddy. Every seven days, you just abandon your restaurant, and people will figure out that service is terrible on Wednesdays. And I wonder, like, does it really matter? Like, I guess, like, as long as I pick it up by the end of the game, does it matter if I get good reviews now? Yeah, like, what is what did the reviews do? I don't know. Like. As far as I can tell, the reviews just mean more people are going to come. <laughs> so should I be aiming for mediocrity so that people don't come so that I can stop running out of ingredients and stop worrying about it? I mean, what you need to do was hire better people. And you can't. And that's one of the things. It's like it's not really a restaurant management sim if you can't hire people and there's nothing you can do to improve it. You can't at one point in the game... The old man magically makes your building bigger so that you can also be like a bed and breakfast. And then you start getting like these story characters that come in. And that's fun. It's like you get these little stories and like some of them are just like silly and stupid. And other ones are like weirdly meaningful. Like there's one that's like a commentary on racism and like other ones about it. It's half generic anime plot lines and half something like almost meaningful. Oh, you were doing your best, but like people still didn't think that was good enough but you should be doing it for yourself and not worry so much about that or whatever or yeah who cares about your sick mom live for you <laughs> well this is about other characters that are coming in and so like one comes oh, in okay. and she's like i hate my dad and then it's like well he means his best so like maybe you should learn to forgive him or whatever also counterpoint you live in fantasy world there's no like phones or anything you can just bounce and like what they, what are they gonna do you just leave you can just go. And they're like, well, I'm sad, but they're also gone forever, and there's no way for me to ever find them again. So, like, so what am I going to do? You say that, and it's half true, but they do also say weirdly at one point, like, should we call your house or something? I'm like, well, what does that mean? You've never mentioned phones before. <laughs> you you stand on top real? of a mountain, and you're just like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, are you guys open yet? I don't know, like, there's so many weird things about this game that, like, I really want to like this game. <laughs> back when, back when Yelp was... <laughs> I like this place. A more apt description. <laughs> Just someone standing on a mountain by a restaurant saying, Hey, I didn't like their chicken tenders. <laughs> I mean, you can go if you want, but I just, I didn't like, they put, like, they put, like, an eel on my chicken tender. I didn't ask for that. I was very confused. <laughs> I just wanted a chicken tender. I like the game, but I guess I am wondering, like, I feel like, oh, okay, so here's the other thing. Does, do people write game facts anymore? Do they, like, write guides? Like guides? Yeah, well, like. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I, I think, I think what happens now more is, like, with sites like Reddit and stuff, yeah. or, like, forums, like, instead of writing a full guide, like, people just, you can find information, like, piecemeal. Yeah. It's like, I have this question about the game. Yeah. Because um, the game also maybe just hasn't been out long enough and it not is not popular enough to warrant that. I think that's a little bit of it, too. Um, but, like, I just want to know, like, I guess I'm so used to playing all these games from the 90s where, like, every mechanic is known in great detail that, like, I'm not used to going to a game and being like, 
do the ingredients mean anything? <laughs> it's like, hello, hello. Does it matter what food I have in my restaurant? Yeah. Is that important? I thought yes, but all evidence points to the contrary. Should I bother keeping the uh, customers happy? And I'm just sitting here like, should I just give up on like bothering? Like I've already replaced everything on my re- uh, on my menu, which is the most basic stuff that's like, this is the basic egg that I get six of every single day. So like I'm never going to run out of it. And like that's my my recipes is every single thing that only has one ingredient. And like I don't care that the stars is like a, a low number of stars. <clears throat> like I don't care that the rating is low. I just want something that I don't have to like run out every single day and only try to pick that one thing. And then if the stupid chocolate sauce rock doesn't give me chocolate sauce and it gives me curry powder instead, then I don't what? have to worry about it. Wait, what? There's a rock that gives you chocolate sauce, but sometimes it gives you curry powder instead. That's not how... <laughs> Alright. There's a soy sauce rock, and every once in a while it'll give you uh, generic flour instead, and it's always upsetting because it's like, I'm running out of soy sauce. <laughs> you dare to call yourself soy sauce rock? Why? So, it is fun is that you start off with this baby dragon, and like they can do certain things, and then... Yeah, I'm surprised. We have, like, you've been, been talking talk about, about this game yeah. for a really long time. We've barely mentioned the dragon. Yeah, so there's, like, this little dragon that, uh, I mean, it starts off as a baby little dragon, and then at one point it turns into, like, a teen dragon, I guess. And, like, it's a little bigger, and it can, like, push things around. Like, it can push rocks, and it can, like, break some little barriers so you can go in some new areas. Uh, and then it gets bigger to be like a young adult and you can fly on its back but like it can't fly very high but it can like break more things but then like it can no longer go into the little holes to like dig stuff out but like yeah you have this uh dragon that helps you out and it can like uh ram into a tree to get like extra fruit out of the tree you feed it and the more that you feed it the more manure you get oh good (laughs) what is the point of this game like what is your end goal here i don't know (laughs) Like, how is this saving your mother? I I don't know. And, like, I've gone and, like, most things in the house you have some, like, little interaction with. And I'm, like, looking at my mom and there's no interaction. She's just laying there in the bed. And occasionally the old man is in the bedroom looking at her. Sir, did you kill my mom? (laughs) And it hasn't been brought up since the beginning of the game. You have all these people who come and stay at your inn. (laughs) Someone walks out and is like, yeah, who's that dead woman in my room? Like... (laughs) Is that, like, the horror suite, or... But, like, you're supposed to, like, just take care of the cafe until your mom gets back. And, like, occasionally they'll be like, we should make it the best cafe that we can. That's what mom would want, or something. But it's like... Mom's dead. Yeah, and... Mom's dead. B. Dragon. Like, we could do whatever we want once we get dragon. And Dragon is our mom now. I'm just trying to figure out, like... What is supposed to happen at the end of the game? Because the, okay, the dragon I know is going to become like a full adult and I'm going to be able to fly around. There's like a limited number of these story people. Like I can see it shows me like what my progress is and I'm like halfway through the game, but I don't know what the end result is supposed to be. It's fun, kind of, sometimes. (laughs) I look forward, I look forward to hearing about what you end up, what, how you end up saving your mom, question mark. Slash your dragon. Your mom's soul is now in the dragon. 
we've kind of already started on this, so I guess, Anna, what video games have you been playing in recent times since we now have the full update from Jay? <laughs> I played a lot of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, same. You want to just both talk about Super Smash Bros. for a little bit? I also played Stardew for a bit, but yes, let's talk about Smash Bros. I beat World of Light 100%. Me and too. It was not... It was the the 100% part was not super fun. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like I had to do it. What was, okay, end game. So World of Light, you see the funny trailer where everybody put funny, the music yes. or like the Avengers, the Avengers like trailer using World of Light. Very cool and all that. Um, You go around a map and there's all these little matches that you do with the characters that have been possessed by the spirits and so there's like a little theme to each of them mm -hmm. so like you might have like you if you fight a spirit that's like a wizard from fire emblem it'll be like oh you fight robin and they only use magic attacks or something like that and you also get spirits which will give you like little power-ups anna end game what was your like this is just the one that i'm using to beat up all the bad guys like as fast as possible what was your loadout so my last ones were Sa zero suit samus uh chic and captain falcon and then using like what spirits i don't remember i auto did it so whatever i had a spirit that made you giant at the beginning of the match and gave you powered up smash attacks yep and I just turned into giant Bowser with power of smash attacks and then would do side smash and then would win. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, for some of them, like sometimes the effects like wouldn't start until like five seconds into the match. And so if you can just get a sm side smash out before that even happens, you just win. <laughs> yep. Um, it didn't work for all of them. I had to get created with some. I don't remember how I beat the Dr. Wily one, but that one was hard with all the metal Mega Mans in the mm -hmm. stamina mode. That one was tricky. I remember the the Mario one, Paulina. Oh my god, I hated that one. Pauline. That was the worst. What was it? Why was it hard? I remember it was hard, but I forget why. It's because Donkey Kong and Mario were chasing after you and trying to kick your butt while Peach was running away from you and being very oh, hard right. to hit. And also the stage they used was impossible. It was like the Donkey Kong stage. It was so bad. Oh, right. Yeah, it was the it was the worst Smash Brothers stage in history. Mm -hmm. The one based on Donkey, the original arcade Donkey Kong. That's the worst one, and so I had to it's look it up. It's the worst one. It's the worst one. I want to figure out how to turn it off so that I can hit random without having to worry about getting that stage. Yeah, no, I hate it. Um, I posted about it on uh, Twitter, and Diana said she got lucky, and Pauline just like not Pauline, uh, Peach just walked off the stage. Just died. <laughs> I was like, you know, that'd be really cool if I could just get that to happen. But I looked it up and it's just like, here's this. I'm like, cool. What? It's like, use this spirit that you start with this thing. And I'm like, okay. What's your, what, so uh, I know that you're a big Zero Suit Samus fan. Yes. Uh, have you gotten into any other characters this game that you didn't get into before? Um, for that I'd have to actually look at the list. And I don't remember who's in Smash Brothers anymore. Oh, I'm trying to think. I didn't. I didn't play Zelda much in um, the last game. I've been playing her a lot, but otherwise, I don't. I don't think I've been playing many different people. Isabel. I really like Isabel because she's great. I didn't really like Villager uh, in the last game, so I was a little hesitant. 
do you like do you like actually like Isabel better because of how she plays or just because you really like Isabel? She, and I like over the <laughs> I like her move set better because with villager it feels like there's a lot more build like you have to set things up more to be really good at villager. Yeah, you have to like really think like three steps ahead yeah. because every like villager has a lot of stuff, but like they all require like a little bit of planning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's less so with. Isabel. Because, like, you can just set the little rocket thing as a mine, and it'll just... Yep. Like, you can trigger it on your own, but it'll also, like, go off if someone just runs over it. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more, like, you can be more reactionary. I think I want to get better at Lucina. I want to get really good at Pokemon Trainer. Yeah. Now that they've been updated so that, like, the you can basically just switch Pokemon whenever you want. Because mm -hmm. I really like the idea of, like... Doing, like, someone, like, oh, finally figure out how to, like, you know, fight Squirtle and, like, oh, no, I'm not that anymore. Now you gotta figure out this guy's jam. Surprise! So that, that's probably, that's been the one that I've been doing much. And then also Bowser and Mega Man is, are my, are the characters that I play a lot of. When are you gonna fight me in Smash? As soon as I have internet. Heck yeah. Do you have internet? I do. Okay. <laughs> it's not great, but it, it's there. Um... I think I'm going to cut a lot. I'm going to have to cut a lot out of this episode. Because um, we've been going for a while. No, it's going to be a new year, new podcast. Uh, we should probably start wrapping up then. I don't know when I'm going to cut this in. Please visit our actual internet website. Well, no, if you, you, you we have to don't have any Jetty. friends, go to our Discord. <laughs> Jetty. You'll get free you friends. Go to our Discord no matter how many friends you have. Um, you have free friends at the Discord. <laughs> true free friends thank you for listening to this edition of the game cola podcast panic at the discord no matter how <laughs> no matter how many friends you have no matter how many discords you're in thank you um if you if you like what you heard please visit our actual internet website gamecola.net um or our youtube channel gc.net the letter g the letter c the word dot and the word net for all kinds of video game, Game Cola content featuring ourselves as well as other members of the Game Cola staff, you can also find us on social media. But uh, I don't know a whole lot about social media. Could someone help me out talking about social media? No, I social don't know what media? you're talking about. I've never. I heard get of paid it. every time I say social media, right, Jay? <laughs> that uh, great That's Game Cola ad revenue. That's not fair. I should get paid. <laughs> Let's say social what? media more. Social media. Hi. <laughs> we have Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we are at Game Cola on Twitter, and we are just search Game Cola on Facebook, and you will probably find us. Uh, we also have a Discord. It's where you get friends, hopefully. Be friends, be friends. with us. Yeah. Talk about video games with us. We'll be your friends. Yeah. Um, you can find the link to that in our Twitter description. And, and the description for this episode depending on where you see it yeah um but it's all anywhere where we list all of our social media stuff you can find an invite link to the discord yeah. uh you can also if you like podcasts you could subscribe to us on itunes and you can hear all the fun podcast stuff we have like this uh the game cola podcast we also have our uh rpg cast right now we're playing secret of mana but we've played all sorts of video game themed rpg casts like Final Fantasy and uh, Crystallis and Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so you should you should check that out. Um, you can find that all on iTunes. And hey, if you like this podcast, it really does mean a lot to us if you can rate us five. Smash points. that like button a lot. Smash that. Well, I mean, there isn't a like button on iTunes, but pretend there pretend is and like smash it. Rating us five stars is like smashing that like Don't button. Don't forget to hit that bell. Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there is no bell on iTunes. Ring, ring, ring. Um, and also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash gamecola, where we did streaming. And I did a fun Mega Man stream a while back that I'm trying to f- get an edited VOD up for because it was a good time. Um, and I think that's everything, right? guys we're on friendster where are we oh we should get on tinder (laughs) do you want to date our internet website come find out on tinder i don't know if i'm gonna cut that what's gonna happen is i'm gonna wonder if i should cut that part and if i do then you're gonna say this and i'm gonna be like well crap i cut out the part where he talked about tinder before (laughs) so now this joke's not gonna make any sense i think you can cut both of them out no, you can't. You have to leave them in. I'm gonna forget. You gotta leave them both in? Were we even recording right. when I mentioned the Tinder thing earlier? I don't know. Okay, but it still could be funny. Okay, thanks for listening to this edition of the Game Gold Podcast. <laughs> have a lovely time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is that you're listening to this, and we will see you next month. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Happy 2019. Bye. <laughs> Peter was just like on Facebook and somebody messaged me and was like, who are you? It's just funny because you said the word war, but you typed like 30 <laughs> characters. Just like <laughs> the <laughs> name <laughs> of